Hello, this is the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby. Now we'll all remember those horrific scenes from Mumbai on the 26th of November 2008 when terrorists struck a number of targets in the city, including the 103-year-old Taj Palace Hotel. Six explosions were reported at the hotel and then followed a siege lasting three nights. Now, Harsh Shah from Vantage Performance says what was remarkable was the courage and commitment of the staff at the Taj Palace Hotel. Harsh is a client director at Vantage Performance. He's recently returned from a course from the Harvard Business School that was held in Mumbai, and he experienced uh, the hotel group's approach to customer service firsthand. But before we look at that, let's go back to um, November 2008, Harsh. I mean, what was it on that uh, on that day or on those on those days that made the staff's behaviour so exceptional? Do you think? I think the the, the commitment of the staff. Uh, was truly extraordinary. Um, probably uh, just explain um, you know, what actually happened. That way, um, yeah, it will put that into the context. Yeah. Um, about 600 of the, 600 of the Taj staff were on that night in the hotel, and um, obviously as part of the induction training, they all knew how to get out. They knew all the exit, exit and, and, and um, the ways to get out of the hotel. Um, it's remarkable that uh, not one of the staff flee. Um, not only that. Um, some of the staff, after assisting, uh, letting the guests out, they actually went back into the hotel, knowing their life is quite at a risk um, yeah. to help the guests um, out, basically. Um, so it, it is uh, quite a remarkable, remarkable story. Um, yeah, it's an amazing commitment to customer service, isn't it? You know, when your own life is in danger. I mean, we often think, you know, when you uh, you think of ship's captains not going down with the ship, but these are not ship's captains. We're saying that everybody on staff hung around to see how they could help. I mean, that's that that shows that there's a, a lot of commitment to uh, a lot of commitment to the brand. I guess you know, people believing in the workplace where they are. Absolutely. Um, we see many examples of leadership from the top. Um, it, it's probably uncommon to see a leadership from the below, and, and this is a classic example of that. So how do you get that, I guess, is the question, because it's, uh, is it a question of training or is it recruiting the right people? How do you make sure you are, because uh, it's easy to lead from the top, you just need to make sure you've got a good leader, but to try and ensure that uh, everybody is doing their part, that's not so easy. The, the Hard Business School went back and, and um, did look at the, what are the insights from this. Um, mm. And the, 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 some of them were Taj Hotel, they basically hire based upon the attitude um, and not by intelligence. And that is the, one of the key theme of um, the recruitment policies. Second thing is that um, the, the reward and recognition, um, they have a policy to ensure that the staff are uh, recognized and acknowledged within 48 hours of an event. So if a guest would write a great compliment about a particular staff within the hotel, within 48 hours, that staff would be acknowledged, recognized, rewarded for the compliment. Um, unlike, you know, every every 12 months you get together and do a performance review and then you say, yeah, um, yeah. you are now acknowledged. And I guess that that, that means that they, they have a sense of belonging uh, because of this. So they, they couldn't, they didn't want to leave because they wanted to play their part because this was all part of an entity that they belonged to, basically. Uh, absolutely. Um, and that, that came through in my own personal experience as well. If I can, if I can share about that, um, I uh, was dying in, in, in the restaurant and um, I didn't quite enjoy the meal. So the waiter came and um, I didn't say anything, but he, he, he sort of picked up on that and he said, look, I'll, if you didn't really enjoy it, I'll replace the meal. 
Um, so he did that. Um, I didn't quite like the second meal too. I'm a bit fuzzy uh, about what I eat. So um, I didn't say anything to him, but uh, he somehow picked up on that as well. And he came back and he said, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't really enjoy the second meal too. I will, um, anything that you would like from the menu, it will be on us. And I said, look, I'm full. I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. I really don't need to eat anything anymore. And he stood there for five minutes to um, ensure that I was really comfortable and I, I, he, he wanted to do everything he could do to restore um, um, my experience. And um, he, went, he said, look, you know, you, I can't let you go without having a dessert. And that's pretty much the words that he used. I can't <laughs> let you go without having the dessert. Oh, if I and, must. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I mean... And he went to the you know he went to the kitchen and got like forty five different types of desserts and he said which one would you like and and for me it's this experience was I did not say a word and what amazes me is how trained how well trained they are that they can pick up on the on the the clients being and not what they are saying mm. they are trained to be able to pick up things that are not said. And that's what I always say about transformation: is what is what is not said is more important than what is said. Mm. So, I mean, and so there's another example, isn't it? I mean, obviously, uh, how they cope with an emergency training was uh, was was put into place, and it, it showed that the evidence was there. But the other aspect of this, I mean, a lot of companies when they're trying to measure people, you know, they put uh, KPIs in place. Often they put the wrong KPIs in place. They sort of like put uh, put immediate measures. I think what you're saying here is uh, they've got a more sophisticated approach to how they're how they're measuring their staff. Well, not necessarily sophisticated, but they're certainly. I mean, this idea of, of rapid reward uh, means that behaviours change, and people are, are just looking after the customer rather than thinking how am I going to meet the KPIs that are set for me. Yeah, and I think um, around that is also important that. Um they have a culture that um, staff are the ambassador of the guests, unlike most of the companies where um, we would want to say that you know, we want the staff to be the ambassador of the, the, the brand. Um, in Taz, they mm. have a culture where they are, the staff are actually treated as the voice of the customers, and they are given the, 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 the powers and authority to do whatever it takes to ensure um, that the the, the the guests are treated um, the way they want to be. Yeah, but they do also look after their staff as well. I mean, that's um, uh, let's have a look at what happened after the uh, after the bombing. The hotel was was closed for a period of time, but they kept everyone on. Yeah, the hotel was closed for six months, and um, there was not a one redundancy that went through. And I mean, I mean, this is the least that the hotel would do. I would have thought, um, but yeah, they kept every single staff on the payroll. Uh, while the hotel was closed for six months. Mm. I think the last comment from um, Ratan Tada, the, the chairman, was, was quite an inspirational one. And he said, um, when he, obviously in the, in the media interview, um, we can be heard, but we cannot be knocked down. And, mm. and that, is, that, that does show in, in the employees and, and, and the culture of Tada Group. Yeah, absolutely. So they're all part of the, they're all part of this one entity, which is uh, which is working well. So, have, have, how unique is this? Do you, do, you, do you travel other parts of the world? Do you travel around Australian hotels, for example, and say they've got so much to learn from this uh, from this <laughs> hotel in Mumbai? We are we're so far off the mark. I mean, there's some pretty good hotels in Australia as well, aren't there? Uh, look, if I can be honest, I, <laughs> I the, the service has been fantastic in in, in hotels in Australia. 
Um, what the, the the key difference in my experience at at Taj was the the service was authentic, and what I mean by that is mm. the staff truly wanted to make a difference. It it was not a let's say in what it come out the the trained smile. It was a genuine smile to welcome you. It was a genuine uh, desire to make a difference. It was genuine. Uh, desire to um, make your uh, stay really um, pleasant, and they would go to the, any length to to make that happen. So it was a, it was very, um, yeah, it was very um, genuine to say. So I mean, is that the problem with a lot of hotels or or in any service industry? Um, that we're faking it too much. <laughs> I don't know how we get around the issue of faking it, but it, it's like when people say, have a nice day, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't, generally, not a lot of thought that's gone behind that. It's just a throwaway comment. And uh, and what, what we've got to do is is think long and hard about how we replicate this experience by actually wanting to help rather than uh, just putting on a fake smile and going through the motions. Very true. And then also thing that I always say um, is, um, you know, how many times do we see um, you need one person walking past and say, how are you doing? And you don't even stop to actually find out what the other person says. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you answer that question? Well, look, so maybe this is the big takeout here, uh, that, uh, you know, it's a big question for any business today, I think, is how can we make sure that we're genuine? Mm. I think the answer lies in really engaging the hearts and, and, and not, not, not just the logic and not just the training in the mind. It, it's about the heart, engaging the heart. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as a thought for today. Appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for your insights again. Cheers. Well, thank you.